<laughs> it's going. We live? Yeah. We live. Welcome to the Hotel Podcast, episode three. The boys are back, chilling in the Oakland Hills of Rose Crib right now. We got Louie, Cave, and Roe ready to give y'all another exciting episode here, talking music, pop culture, the whole nine. Y'all know what it is. How we doing? We doing good. How we doing? It's we good doing to be all right? Back. Raiders it's good just to be back. took an L. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bills, bro. To the Bills, you know? <laughs> Bills Mafia, bro. I owe, I owe the homie Robes $20. <laughs> I'm not hyped, you know what I'm saying? But you'll get your money, man. Venmo, you know, coming soon. Ugh, tough, bro. Tough season for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. We're out. We're we didn't out. see this coming. Yeah, we're kind of just recording. Back Blindsided. Back yeah. Blindsided. Okay. Um, we're going to, we, you know, we normally get off topic, as you guys know. So we're going <laughs> to... keep saying that. We yeah. have to be like... <laughs> part of our, it's part of our aura. I wouldn't and even call it off topic anymore. We just, we take a topic, we know we're going to take it. You know right. what I'm saying? We know we're going to take We just don't get else. to all our topics. Right. We don't get to all the topics on the list. But Stream it's okay. of consciousness. That's probably good. It's probably good. Yeah. Anyway, we got a recurring segment for y'all right off the bat. Yep. Gossip Ting. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> yeah. Gossip Ting. Yeah, for the females. Find you a bad Ting. Is it for the females, bro? I like talking about this shit. Man. Okay, it's good for well, this, everybody. This is kind of... This is it's to of... adhere to our female audience a little bit more. Who doesn't like gossip, though? That's true. That's true. But I feel like girls extra like gossip. Yeah, they're in the gossip. Right, yeah. they are the yeah. Yeah, and like it, the celebrity kind of. And movie. I think our gossip yeah. inv- involves some females this week. Lou, you wanna? It's got it's got some ladies. It does have some lady folks involved here. I will start with congratulations to Cardi B and Offset on Migo. their engagement. Uh, yeah, the Migo Offset pop the cue. To Cardi B <laughs> on stage. Was it in Toronto, I think? I, I, I don't know where it was. I think, I think it was in Philly. Philly, that was but it. But he, uh, you know, real gentleman style, got down on one knee, you know, popped out the, I think it's eight carat. It was fat. Diamond. How, um, how much is eight carats compared to like a usual wedding? Dude, I don't, I, I don't know. It was really big. It was, it's usually like one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was big as shit. It was shiny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it, it looked a little weird, honestly. The 60 seconds, they like barely embraced, but she, I mean, she's kind of like. She left him on one knee for a minute. Yeah. Like, but, you know, she obviously said yes. Um, so congratulations to them. Before this, um, this is the gossip. Now. This is the gossipy part. So, kind of leading up to this week of events that climaxed in Offset and Cardi B's now engagement, was um, obviously Cardi B been killing the game with Bodak Yellow, number mm-hmm. one record in the country. Yeah, a lot shoes. of people have been saying, "Oh, is Cardi B dethroning Nicki Minaj from you know the number one lady in hip hop spot?" Um, to which Nicki Minaj. Sort of indirectly, indirectly, it was, you know, letting people know, hey, let's not get crazy here, people, you know, that's cool, shorty has got one hit, but <laughs> I've done a lot in my time. Started talking about her older work, her monster verse, other artists kind of even started speaking up for her, like, you know, don't put disrespect on her name, you know, mm-hmm. just because one, you know, one new artist gets a number one song, how are you going to do that? You know, and people even started saying it was kind of sexist that people were saying that. Because, like, you know, no one was saying, right, designer is coming for Kendrick. Yeah. He's coming for Drake. He got that number one hit. Yeah. He got the number one spot. But <laughs> but when a, when a lady, like, you know, gets the number one, her, like, one song, doesn't even have an album out, and it's number one, all of a sudden it's just, why can't we have just Nicki Minaj out here still killing the game and yeah. being the game? So, you know, Nicki went to social media, started bringing up a lot of her past accolades, kind of hinting, like, don't get it twisted. I'm still the main, the main yeah. chick out here. Um, Posted a video like I'm on a G6. This ain't a G5. It's the G6. There's <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of you know little little, little things like that, and uh, you know it's kind of it wasn't really a beef, but it was just it seemed like there was a little bit of tension there, yeah. maybe a little bit a little bit of tension. Um, so there was that, and then also in terms of Offset and Cardi B, they uh, they essentially broke up. This past week, via social media, mm-hmm. they both hit the world via Instagram with their like pieces, you know, peace I'm out. single. I'm singles, yeah. you know, and I think it was like within hours, it was like, you yeah, know, we was tripping, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, after both of those things, bam, we get hit with Amigos, Cardi <laughs> B, and Nicki Minaj collab yeah. record, Motorsport. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot. 
Um, and immediately following that, we get Offset and Cardi B <laughs> engagement. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot on. of stuff going on this week between this kind of, you know, scene, Migos album dropping. So what a lot of people are saying is that, you know, it is all entertainment, right? And this was all orchestrated, it was all calculated, you know, Cardi talking how she was talking and Nikki talking how she was talking. The breakup just brought more attention to both names. They drop a collab with all three of them and then boom, the engagement. Here we go. So the song to me the song is made. Like that's made a week before this week. So, been done, yeah. It's been So been then done. so is Nikki still beefing with Cardi behind the scenes? They just were like, we're putting the song out either way. I think this goes is there back. even beef or is this all just know, who knows? entertainment just like but I feel cal like not calculated just kind of you create you create the story of the BS you know every, just every, all leading up to the album it's every time a, a all publicity is good publicity you want people talking with you, about you every time a female rapper makes it they immediately or makes a song they immediately go is this the next Nicki this happens like Iggy Azalea had that for a little bit like we should put out a song and people were like or it's just kind of it's sort of Sadly, set up where like what there can only be one shit killing yeah. game at a time. Yeah, where obviously that's it's not true. like that for men. Yeah, but this kind of reminds me. This hype up social media hype up reminds me of that whole Jay Z Beyonce elevator type. Then the album drops. What was oh, going? Yeah. On? You kind of do this now. It's a it's a new yeah. form of promotion. Like you have your what I say it be TV commercials. You have your you know other promotions, whether it be parties, album release parties, and stuff like that. And you yeah. have some sort of social media gossip drama. It goes. You yeah, know, get your name in the it news. It goes in with all the other promotion you're doing because it's free. Yeah. It's cheap, and it usually gets the most publicity. Well, see, the headlines on like different blogs were like Nikki takes shots. At, Nikki taking shots at Cardi B, and then the next thing is Nicki Minaj's Cardi B and Migos drop a song. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're getting worse at hiding it that's the problem like, it is a, yeah. you know what I mean like come on now we yeah. all see people are reading the plan a little bit more potentially for sure and I don't know with people able to kind of tell or with it being the first thing people think is this even real yeah Right, like yeah. they, yeah, y'all break up for like sixteen hours, yeah, you know, and then you're also thinking, does Cardi B and the Migos, two of the biggest acts in the world, do they need this little publicity right here? Yeah. But I mean, it can't hurt. Another thing, why do artists continue to go to social media, like to um, air out to air shit out immediately? Like if you if you just had a homie who broke up with his girl and immediately takes to social media, single, I'm out. Like you hit him like, bro, chill, get off the ground. And these dudes have millions and millions of followers. Well, I mean, all of these people are. I mean, they're celebrities, right? They're yeah. artists, big personalities. Yeah, they're always true looking to be in front. That's literally their job. It's who they are. It's why they chose this profession <coughs> because they like being in front of a camera. They enjoy the spotlight. At least the people who are gonna be jumping on the gram to say I'm single or whatever. So it does make sense. It's not out of character for someone like Cardi B to do this, you yeah. know? Um, I think it's did you but slide it does in at this DM? point just make you think. <laughs> did, you, did you slide in her DMs when you found out she was single? Absolutely. Bro, why are you coming at me hot no, like that? What the fuck? No. I was no, I slide in no DMs. Oh, I slide right? in a lot of famous people's DMs. Do you? Yeah. I, I bet her DMs were popping for that, what, what did you say, 16 hours mm -hmm. that they were broken up? I stay slanging it. You, oh, DMs. you think so? I'm... She goes to social media and says she's single. Maybe one of the oh, hundred P. I, I agree. Okay. Every dude oh, is like, yeah, 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 I'm in there. Right, like, right, yeah, what's yeah, up? Of course. But bro, why would I be in the, for multiple? Obviously, <laughs> wife. Even if I was, you think I'm sliding <laughs> celeb Cardi B DMs after an Instagram <laughs> post? Your Instagram game is pretty, pretty out there. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to dive into this. My score page is popping, yes, you know, but ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't wrong with that. All right. That's our gossip So, yeah, I mean, but okay, so just to kind of close it off, do you think that these little maybe stunts, publicity stunts, are warranted? Do you think they're needed? Do you think they're a good look? Say, say... Nicki Minaj talking the way, you know, that she was talking, kind of not throwing shade, but just, you know, kind of creating, right, this conversation that we're having right now. That All Cardi publicity, good publicity? Have, uh, her and Cardi B might have an issue, or she's at least doesn't appreciate how people are talking down on her. 
All publicity, that, good publicity. Coupled with the, we're broken up and now we're single and now we're married. Her album's dropping, Migos' album dropping. Yeah, all publicity, good. I mean, this isn't. Is it worth the thousand more albums they might sell? Yes. Yeah. It's they don't have to do anything. Yeah. You I just you just message Offset. We're talking about it. Yeah. This you just message Offset. This is our gossip tank. This is our gossip tank. This is our gossip tank. Yeah. I think it's I think it's working. Yeah. That's why people like people do it for this purpose right here. Yeah. We're over here shooting the shit. Is it real? Yeah. We're one is of the top. Not real. We're one of the top. We're one of the top podcasts in the game. We're feeding it right now. We're one of the top podcasts in the game. We're talking about it. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's working what they're doing. Obviously. Yeah. All right. Gossip tank. Yeah. There'll be more segments. I, don't, I mean, we'll never... The thing is, we'll never know if it's a... It's a, if it's a I honestly don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. give a shit either. Yeah. Right. I don't give a shit about this at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I heard the music. Um, someone else who... This was... Hey, when we say give us feedback... We really act on it because believe me, I would not have this gossip take segment if it wasn't for some people saying, you don't need to talk about shit like this. <laughs> oh, I kind of like it. I don't hate it either. I don't yeah. hate it either. It's fine. We'll have some good gossips too. We'd, yeah. be, we'd be more in the music. Yeah, feel free, to throw, feel free to throw those topics too. Um, Anyway, oh, 100%. Yeah. Those topics, those feedback. Those topics for gossiping and topics for actual music discussion. All right, we got to keep it pushing. But I think the Migos album's going to be good. Just still on that. Yeah, I think Migos 2 is going to be good. Executive produced by Kanye. So, I mean, that'll be interesting, right? He obviously... I don't know really what executive produced by Kanye means in the musical sense. Like, I don't know how involved he mm. was. But I would think that it at least means that he gave an ear to every single song on that record and gave his two cents. So, it's got to have, you know, his touch a little bit, which I think is going to be pretty fire. Migos yeah. sound dope on every Kanye song. Yeah, you know? I agree. So I uh, I don't know if you did that on purpose, but that's a beautiful segue for us, by the way. Oh, I got y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Subconscious because, flow. Yeah, wow. Did you, did, you, did you have some inside information? But yeah, so... Oh, man, speaking that wasn't of, planned. Spe- I don't think it was. I didn't mean yeah, just out yeah, yeah, speaking, speaking of, um, we, we wanted to do something interesting this episode because we talk about it all the time and like... So we wanted to take one of our favorite artists, and in this case, Kanye, well done, and we wanted to Easy. rank his seven albums Ooh. from top to bottom and see how we ranked up with each other and like how we felt about it. Yeah. Who, let who me, wants to go first? Let me, let me preface this first. Let me preface <laughs> this. This was, was very hard. This was really yeah. hard. Because like, <laughs> even our last album, I still really liked. Yeah, right. It's, so album we have ranked number seven. Right. Which is tough because it's like ranked last. So it's like... It just shows how good Kanye is. But His yeah. last is better than some people's first. Most yeah. people are trying first. to say. Most people's first. Let's put Most it right. people's Let's first. <laughs> Damn near so Kanye, Kanye, we are not taking shots. They just got to be in some order. So anyway. Um, yeah, we can't put them all number one. He'd probably put them all number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so... I'll read off the seven albums. Just yeah, fire it up, guys. You, you I'll just read off. Should I go the order? Should I give them the albums? Uh, I'll just, no, I'll no, go off. in order. This is my number one. This is my number two. And just okay. Yeah. So... I'll 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 go from the bottom up. My last okay. album. Okay, yeah, 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 that's, that's a good call. My yeah. last album, Life of Pablo, um, which is tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go to the so Life of Pablo, this is from bottom to top. Yeezus, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, eight oh eight and Adderall. I don't know. <laughs> it's an heartbreak. It's <laughs> 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 not always help. Uh, graduation, late registration, and then college dropout. And something weird that I noticed about this is my order was directly chron- it was chronological. Like when he, when he released it. Yeah. It was- so you slowly liked his al- albums less and less. Kanye's yeah. favorite favorite album is his first, and in yeah yeah, in which is weird, order. which is weird, but yeah. I, for me, call drop and late registration are really close, but uh, so you think it's the sound that you've started to like less, or do you think it's like think I don't him like, overall? So are you one of those people that's like I want the old Kanye? But I'm not. I miss the old Kanye. Is that you, bro? You wanted him. You wanted him, bro. I don't. I like. I just really like that album, which is tough because I was doing the list. I was like, damn, this is in order, but it doesn't mean that like I still love his new music. I just like really love those early ones. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That, that's my order. That's, that's my your order. order. All right. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll dive we'll debate more. after we yeah. all give our so, list. So don't be giving me right. My reverse is Yeezus, Life of Pablo, College Dropout, Graduation, 808s and Heartbreak, Late Registration, and My Dark Twisted Fantasy is number one for me. Okay. Okay. And then you go ahead, Lou. All right. So mine is a tad more similar to Rose than to yours, Cave. My number seven is the Life of Pablo. My number six is 808s and Heartbreak. Ooh. My number five is the college dropout. 
My number four is Yeezus. My number three is Graduation. My number two is Late Registration. And my number one is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay. We got to debate something on this. What you got for me? Right. So you guys both put... We have one and two the same. My Twisted Dark Fantasy and Late Registration. Late Registration is two for me. That was your two also? Yeah. And that's your two. two. Yeah, but then hold on. Where did you guys put College Dropout? Five. It's also my five. It's my one. <laughs> and you guys put yeah. my, bar, my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy at one when I put that at five. Yes. Which is interesting. <laughs> what do you guys love them that much about that album? My beautiful dark Does twisted fantasies production and overall kind of storytelling and like plot arc, like almost sonic like plot arc okay. is just amazing to me. I'm also thinking about the entire project. Oh yeah, you got it. And my beautiful dark twisted fantasy had that whole movie, bruh. Do you remember that yeah, movie? The movie. The and movie was crazy. Bro. It was pushing the envelope with like Runaway and Power. And yes, bro. Yeah. Like and that whole like I feel like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. He put the most effort into it, and it and it shows. You can hear it. You can see it. It's just so prevalent, bro. It just maybe and, I'm thrown off because of the album artwork. Maybe that's what threw me off. You got thrown off because what album artwork? The Naked Chick. Yeah, we're like pixely we had to pixel it because they wouldn't let put it on iTunes and stuff with the titties showing right but it, it, I don't know maybe that's what threw me off or I wasn't my, it's tough because I love that album but for me it's not like I don't like slap power I don't slap run away what's your favorite song on the album like all the lights I slap all besides the, that I really like the um, the one with Kid Cudi what's the one with Kid Cudi why am I blanking on it um well, I'm trying to think later. Let's so the reason I like it is he brought what everyone's doing now are these long, like seven minute songs and these big productions with like Lou said, kind of these emotional roller coasters that you go on. Um, he was doing that. Blame game is hot, gorgeous. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay, that's so my favorite song. Yeah. People were comparing gorgeous recently to because you know Taylor Swift's new single is gorgeous. Yeah. So people were like, which gorgeous? You like Kanye's gorgeous or Taylor's gorgeous? <laughs> Everybody's rocking with Kanye's gorgeous. Yeah. I don't think so I weird. don't know. Do you guys play these songs on a regular basis though? Like for me, like Monster was hot, and but it's mostly known for the Nicki verse. And like, I will play all the lights. That still comes up a lot. That's a huge fucking record. But mm-hmm. I don't really like Power Runaway. I got it. I get the image. And I love the video. But it's not a song I ever put on. So when I listen to so these songs, I listen song. to the whole album. Right. Okay. I'm not like playing one of these randomly. Okay. I, right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to re-listen this album again because I really like the album, which goes back to Lou's thing where it's like as a project. together as a project. Mm-hmm. I really like it. But you're right. Other albums like Graduation, I'll go and slap Good Life or Stronger because I like those songs as singles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I kind of get bored with the album overall when I go all the way through. Okay. I kind of I get that. Mm-hmm. It makes some sense because I guess the, this one did flow book. really well as an yeah. entirety of a project. And like in my, in my ranking of his projects, I'm really ranking them based on the full body of the project and not kind of going in and pulling pieces of it mm-hmm. and saying these standalone pieces are greater than some of the standalone pieces on another project. Okay. So I'm going to rank that higher. I'm just looking at the whole thing. I feel that, which is, I guess, kind of maybe how I, I define it the other way, which is why my college rap may be first for me. Because some of these songs, to me, I just will, like, slow jams... For me, it's yeah, just like, I, I just remember being in like middle school and like MTV and oh, yeah. stuff would come on and like that would be on. And like that song was huge. And like yeah. Jimmy Fox wasn't that big as an artist singing then yet. Right. And then for me, Through the Wire is one of my all-time favorite songs. Jamie Foxx didn't think Slow Jams was going to be any good. Yeah. yeah. He thought it was just going to be like a throwaway. Yeah. Like he was, and Kanye's like, no, this is what we're going to do. He's like, and then we're going to one. Yeah. And then Jamie Foxx pretty much like woke up and it was number one. Yeah. It was the number one song in the country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, like oh. hey, and we're going to get this guy who raps really fast on it. Name's Twisting. Like, <laughs> Why? You know, just, tr- just believe it. <laughs> yeah. But like, Get Him High, Jesus Walks. I'm, like, I really like, I like those songs. All Falls Down is like, I agree. His other album, like, you could argue that my Twisted Dark Fantasy doesn't have one of his top five, maybe top ten songs. Okay. Well, all, all the lights. Overall on his project. Yeah, all the lights. But other than that, he, like, they all maybe are tier two, but together as a project, it's you. like, I want to sit down and listen to this. I got you. That makes sense. Grab your popcorn. So, oh, yeah. I have a question. Where did, you, where did you guys put, like, 808s? Where did you have that one? I have 808s and Heartbreak at six. Mm, that's tough. Um... I, I mean, I love every Kanye album, right? This, yeah. So this, that's why this is very hard. I listen to The Life of Pablo still all the time. 
you know, I, I yeah. really enjoy it, and it's my last one. Yeah, that's so, where, where'd you have that one? Last. Okay. So, oh, no, second to last. So, so 808s and Heartbreak is number six for me. Um, not because at all I disliked it or anything, but so the ones that I put above it, we've been talking about my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which is my number one, but the others above it for me are Late Registration, Graduation, Yeezus, mm -hmm. and The College Dropout. Um, I mean, we all had late registration above it, right? Yeah. Um, Just a crazy. Did anybody else have graduation above it? I, I no, I, I did not. You I did. I have I have three graduation, four eight eights, but they're so like close because I think both really pushed. Agreed. They yeah. pushed the envelope. Every album after his first really pushed the envelope of like yeah. moving the scene forward, moving right. the rap scene forward. Right. So, so I put. Jesus, I mean, we all kind of agree College Dropout is above 808s and Heartbreaks. So I won't talk about that. So the two here that are kind of, we had differences on were Graduation being above it mm -hmm. and Jesus being above it. Um, not including my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy because we just touched on that. But I put Jesus above it, I think because I feel like Jesus and 808s and Heartbreak were both doing similar things in the sense that they were really albums that pushed music like the musical envelope yeah like when 808s dropped like that was a sound that was not very prevalent and after that dropping is when you started to get a lot more rappers doing the singing emotional style songs and kind of having an opportunity to do that and then still make whatever other kind of hip-hop they wanted it kind of broadened the spectrum of what was like allowed in hip-hop right Rather i hadn't heard any I, put anybody put out anything remotely close to 808 at the time that was crazy right. to me so i think that yeezus has done that as well in sort mm -hmm. of a different sense i think that's kind of an album that brought to the forefront i mean he was also speaking this um, but you know, people were thinking it, but he really, she drops that and he, it was, and then he said, you know, rappers are the new rock stars. Right. And it was songs on there like black skinhead and blood on the leaves and just these really aggressive kind of pretty rock esque rack records, very kind of futuristic sounding, you know, new slaves. I'm a God, all these, but very bold, very rock and roll esque. You know, I think there's a pretty heavy Travis Scott influence on that mm -hmm. album. Mm -hmm. um, so I just kind of enjoyed the envelope, like the way the envelope was getting pushed on that album more than kind of like the soft singing route, the way it was getting pushed on 808s, okay. which is why I have it above it. I'm also like a rock guy. Like I like rock yeah. kind of. I like like the harder kind of shit, which is yeah. also why it just took me a minute to get into Kanye in the first place because I was listening to the more kind of, you know, quote-unquote gangster rapper kind yeah. of people. And really, I started hopping on the Kanye train when he went head-to-head -head with 50 Cent yeah. and beat him and outsold him. And Stronger came out, which was a banger, which was one of his stronger kind of, I feel like, joints, mm -hmm. you know, just feeling-wise. Um, and that's when I got on the train. So it took me a minute. You know, I wasn't a Kanye connoisseur from the jump. Yeah. I just wasn't that kind of interested in it for whatever reason. I mean, I was young. I mean, yeah. I was like 13, you know, when these records were coming out anyways. But uh, it took graduation to get me on board. I think it's crazy how, he, I mean, he pushes the envelope always. I just think it's crazy how this dude from day one has like, he does stuff like take a Daft Punk song and yeah. make it, a number one rap song yeah. that people respect and like. <laughs> yeah. It's like no one else could do that. And yeah. to me, the 808s, what I think about it was at the time, like that's when the CDs were still dropping. And yeah. I thought that like, there's not, there wasn't, it didn't feel like the market of artists was as big as it is now where you have SoundCloud and Spotify. You can just put music out and there's a lot of artists. And everybody can record just right. So I felt like <laughs> Right, so it felt like Jesus, yeah. because there was a lot more artists, it, it was still very much different than what anyone else was doing, but there's so many artists that you had a lot of different sounds. Mm -hmm. 808s, it felt like everyone was making a lot of the same music and then he just dropped that. And so that's, to me, why it's a complete high, game changer. Yeah. Huge game changer to me yeah. at the time. That was highly influenced by Cuddy, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Kanye's consistently influenced by Cuddy. Yeah, he kind of finds an artist. And then, yeah. yeah, but I think Cuddy had a really a, a pretty big influence on 808s and Heartbreak especially. And you can hear the people that he's kind of working closely with. Mm -hmm. You know, that's 808s and Heartbreak, big Kid Cuddy influence, right? Um, like I said, Travis Scott, you know, heavy influence in Yeezus. Um, what was the latest out? Life of Pablo. You could really hear that, like, Chance the Rapper gospel yeah. kind of vibe throughout. Mm -hmm. you know, so there was, you know, Chance is featured in there and, 
you know, obviously they work together a mm-hmm. decent amount and stuff. But so that's interesting too. You can kind of always hear those yeah. people that he's really kind of getting influence from at the time yeah. with those newer albums. Yeah, and it's cool oh, that he's man. kept the same, a lot of the same production team on the back end that you don't hear about as much, like Mike Dean, Mr. Hudson, those guys who are on every single album he's ever put out. Is Mike Dean really from the jump? From the jump. Like would like college dropout jump? Let me confirm. But yes, I think so. I mean, I know he's been around for all these like last ones. He's definitely that dude. But um yeah. Mike Dean is producer slash engineer. Is that how you how you yeah. label him? Yeah. Maybe not college dropout, but he's been there. Okay. Yeah. Wanna well, tell the people a little about Mike Dean for those who are asleep, bro? Mike Dean is just like the engineer. He just smokes a lot of weed and <laughs> and he's an older guy and he's a white dude. And he just makes it really good. Like he made, he just knows what the right sound is and he'll just tweak your song, engineer and production wise. He works with a lot of artists. He works with Travis Scott a ton. Travis Scott loves him, um, and he works with Kanye West on everything. And like he has a sound that like he's very behind the scenes. You probably never heard of Mike Dean, but um, has influenced a huge a huge amount of Kanye's sound, which is which is dope. Indeed. Um... Yeah, I mean, so we all know or no. Where did you have Life Apollo, bro? I had it second to last. I had it second to last. I had it last, and you had it last. Yeah, which is that hurts me. Hurts. (laughs) Like it was. It was a really good album, but I rock with that album heavy. I mean, that's just how good Kanye is. Yeah. It's just how good Kanye is. I like, but he, so we don't think that he's he's beating his top stuff at this point. And I think you had a good point earlier uh, before we started before the podcast. We talked about it, and you said um, it just doesn't have like he has such big records on all his other albums. I don't. We couldn't really find what song that was on on this one. Like, there's big yeah. songs, but there's not like iconic. Yeah. No more parties. Parties in LA or whatever. That did not do it for me. Yeah, but like I mean, that's fa- a cool, that's a cool hip hop record. Father Stretch My Hands Part Two is big, but not that big. And like, there was waves, there was famous, but none of them were like over there. Do you think that had kind of something to do with the release and just how it kind of came out in the streaming <laughs> era? How he dropped it, how he kind of continued. I don't think him continuing to change the songs that were on there affected it negatively in any way. I think mm-hmm. that was actually pretty cool. I think most people yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, one of the major pros of the day and age we live in right now, that artists can go back in and edit their album after it's out. You know, you're always yeah. able mm-hmm. to see the the artist's, you know, true vision for the project as they continue to tinker with it and make it better. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, I guess to me, The Life of Pablo, I mean, these are all great songs. I, I like the album. I've listened to it a bunch of times, start to finish. I enjoy it. Um, I think just compared to his other bodies of work, yeah, it isn't quite up to par and didn't deliver those songs that I think are necessarily gonna last and have an impact as much yeah. as these other ones did. Yeah, I, she, that's tough. There's some real impact records. Yeah, or like I mean, countless impact records on all these yeah, other albums. Impact the entire record. impact songs. Yeah, impact songs on these other albums. I'm not sure what the game-changing impact song on the life of Pablo. Besides maybe the sound. But that's like, it was kind of, I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah, but even the sound, it's like, I, I think you could say like Chance the Rapper yeah. had a big influence on it. And, you know, like Coloring Book also came out. Yeah, and, and had a lot better. of those same similar sounds and that was the better album. I mean, that won the Grammy. I mean, yeah. I think it's pretty consensus that Coloring Book is a stronger album than yeah. the life of Pablo. A more yeah. unique body of work. Yeah, that and that was really tough because Life of Pablo was better than most of anybody's bodies of work ever. But yeah. Like, so you don't think I we're gonna look back? With Life of Pablo, though. You don't think we're gonna look back? Because part of the reason I put 808s and Heartbreak so high is because I look back now and I've seen all the sound that's actually come from it. Mm-hmm. I did like right. the album, but it's also retrospective and looking at the fact of how it influenced it. Right. So you that's kind of same with Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so you think we're sitting point, here in like two years? You I don't hear more Jesus than you are Life of Pablo. So he tried to jump on this wave and it didn't. He didn't really do it right, or it's just not the wave that people are gonna ride. It's not like he didn't change the game as much as he's changed the game with his other albums. And like, like he said, like Chance did it better. Goss the gospel sound, and like the like that's what will push the culture in that route. Not as much Life of Pablo. Yeah, like I'm actually someone who 
did not dislike Yeezus when it came out. I actually yeah. liked Yeezus when it dropped. Like I liked how experimental it was, and I mm-hmm. think I was kind of able to understand, you know, a bit of like what he was trying to do in the sense that this is an album that's coming out and he's trying new things. And whether you like this right now or not, at the end of the day, it's a new sound. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of hate it or love it for a lot of people, but it's like it was something new. Life of Pablo obviously had new stuff going on, but I'm not sold that the sounds and the vibe that he created with that album is something that's gonna lead to something. I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing the Life of Pablo effect happening where we're looking back five, ten years and we're saying, oh, I see that Yeezus like opened the door for that, right? I see 808s and Heartbreak open the door for yeah. that. I don't know if I'm gonna be saying, oh yeah, that's the Life of Pablo open the door for People that. People already kind of forgot about Life of Pablo, I think. Which never happens with Kanye albums. Ever. Part, partly to do with the chance, partly to do with this new rock wave of rappers. It kind of just like, Life of Pablo, I, I what happened? It's just Kanye's last album they put out. Yeah. Like, people are waiting on his next one. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough, because I, I like all of them a lot. Yeah, we're not saying it's weak, but it's... You gotta just... No, I, I like... I if like, it's I Kanye like versus Kanye, this is what we gotta do. So we got these seven albums. How many are classics? This okay. is tough. We're, let's not spend, actually, too much time on this, because this is very hard, and, yeah. you know, you gotta do... What is a classic? What defines a classic? I mean, what kind of scale are we using? You know, what's our rubric? Yeah. Right? And... So kind of just off the top of the dome, more or less, like out of these seven albums, in your mind, in your rankings, which one are you saying are classic albums, classic hip-hop albums? Are all of his albums hip-hop albums? Yeah. And we're just saying, yeah. okay, out of yeah. the I mean, technically, Kanye, 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 yeah. I mean, Kanye technically they're in the, yes, they're all in the hip-hop oh. rap category. They definitely span other things. I mean, he's all over, but, you mm-hmm. know, we'll call it that. I would say three to four. Which ones are you doing? I think still my top four. So I have Yeezus above the college dropout, but I think the college dropout is a classic album. Right. And I don't think Yeezus is a classic. Which is tough because I, I, I don't. But in terms of my favorites, I have Yeezus above. Okay. That's Just fair. off like listening favorite, I like it. I, I like it more. Yeah. But college dropout in the sense of like where we're at hip hop culture. That, sold that's a ton classic. of albums. That, this is not a classic. Yeah, because to me, it's a lot about selling albums and then longevity, which is tough because some of these haven't been out that long. But um, so College Dropout, I think, because it was his first album, a lot of people's first album is a, is a classic because it's like your mm-hmm. first, it's a, you're defined off you're, of it. You're making that album off your pr- whole prior life. Yeah. Right? If you drop an album at 25, you're writing about your whole first 25 years of your life pretty much. Or you've had 25 years to prepare for that album. Yeah. And then you got to make your sophomore album and you're, you're working off like a year now. Well, let's go through right? it. So College Dropout. <laughs> call call drop drop yes. Late Registration, yes. yes. And Graduation, yes. Yes. And I'm adding, I'm, I'm adding my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh, it doesn't make it for me. What? It's my favorite album, but it's not a classic. Yeah, no one it goes back to it not having those super big records yeah. that everybody's turning Hold to. Up, bro. I I, I kind of think it's bro. my favorite album as a project, but it doesn't have those hits where you go back like this is a classic. So I agree with your three. I am on the fence on 808s. On the fence. Oh, I said that's if that's a classic album or not. I don't know if it is, but I want to give I, it. I wouldn't say it's a classic. We're saying, yeah, I mean, we're doing classic. To me, that's not even a hip hop album, really. I just can't. Even. I'm just I, would, I, wouldn't put it, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's a classic. I wouldn't say it's a classic hip hop. I definitely wouldn't say it's a classic hip hop album. You say classic album for the Kanye classic album. Just just classic musical album. Yeah, like okay. musical body of work. Um, but it's tough. I, it's on the fence. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying that. I think it pushes classic. the sound. I don't know if it was that, but I but I think I 100 call- percent got my beautiful dark twisted fantasy as a classic. Though. No, it's not a classic. Y'all are tripping. Bro. Nah, bro. What was the album sales on that? Y'all are tripping. What was the album? Fire, I'm sure. I mean, obviously it was, platinum. It was like a, it was like his least. Dude, what? I don't. I don't think it did that well. Look it up. It got 1.3 mil, which is really good, but compared to his other albums. Well, what are the other ones? Uh, well, this is also when the game is changing in terms four, of four four million albums. college dropout. Oh yeah, well, I mean that was point, a different era. Three point six. Lou's not gonna let us win this. Argument. <laughs> I mean, that is, how are you gonna say? How are you gonna say that wasn't a different era? It was. It was. People it was. were buying albums in the early two thousands. Where this is I, like that I, dropped when streaming and I'm, iTunes and all that shit was like just coming into play. I'm agreeing with Dolby's point on this one. I rose one on this one, yeah. I think it'd be you'd be hard pressed to find a bunch of people that call it a classic, even people in the hip hop game. I think you guys are completely wrong, bro. How, well, this is why that? this is why this is a good debate. I know. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna say to your, there are not songs on here that are classic joints or whatever. 
You've got all the lights. Classic song. You've yeah, classic song. So you've got power. That's that's a classic song, bro. Mm, I no. think it pushed the culture. I don't know if it was classic song. Classic. No one that doesn't right, come okay, on like oh, this okay, is you classic. Know, a classic album doesn't need to have thirteen classic songs. No, I'm I just gonna say no. So you're, songs de- you're defining you. why it's your number one still. You're so you're just going back to that again. What's great body of work? It's not a classic album. Yeah, it's like a, it has it's good all together. And it's like a good. You think for it to be a classic album, it has to be good all together, and you also have, have to, to have, have classic hits. You need from you it. need people like not who like we really like hip hop, obviously, but you need people like Joe Schmo who listens to Taylor Swift like, love the album also. Yeah, who's gonna come in and be like, oh, I remember these records. These were all on the same album. Damn, that's a dope album. You need non hip hop people to be like, this album's pretty nuts to like, define it as like a, a bunch of our friends. Like, would hear some of the songs in here. Skip, I think that's skip, a bad skip. definition of a classic. I think it helps people, people who don't know the genre to like it for it to be a classic no, no. album. Then, that's, that's a tough nothing, definition. Not that's, saying that. that's not what he said. They need to recognize a lot of the songs. And it's got to be, you gotta, you gotta be more than just your so you're saying, the, okay, direct so you're saying fans. You need general of how population. successful it is. You need general population. That helps. People do run away. It's not a classic that's album. That's not a classic song. People know Monster. <laughs> people know All of the Lights. <laughs> People know power, bro. Okay, but look I at, hope look they at, know it. Look at like, look at his other classic albums like College. And compare them. Put the songs that like after this, we're gonna give you some homework. Go home. <laughs> oh my god! You got me put so the albums next to each man. other. Com- compare the songs like the best one on this one and the best one on another album, mm. and you'll see the top five on his other albums are better. Yeah. Maybe the whole body of work. Maybe it drops off after five, but yeah, like, graduation. I just I don't know if we can put my dad. The production level of my beautiful dark twist. I understand you're back. Level. You're back to why it's your number one. All right, well, we gotta move. Yeah, yeah. Move. Sorry, but I, that's, we'll take this off off record. That was a great conversation. That went for a really long time. So, you can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lou, debate. We'll have a we'll have a follow up on that. Anyway, I didn't think I was gonna get. I mean, I didn't think you having it as your number one album. We were gonna be saying that it's not a classic. I'm so confused <laughs> by that logic, bro. Uh, I mean, I I get it a little bit. I get how you could rank something as a favorite and then not think it's like the best, right? Mm-hmm. I get that, but I mean, bro, I mean, this shit is a classic, though, bro. Yeah. <laughs> go. So go. this tough because that took up a lot of time. So we got we can go into a couple different topics. Um, you know, should we should we dive into? I really did want to get to the songs this summer. You want to do that? Let's do that. I was the thing that kind of was a natural transition for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, never mind. We can do both. We can do both. We got time. Bro. Okay. We got kind of. We got time, bro. Well, Let's so go. Kanye, as we all know, is also just a very large personality and he's kinda in the Hell yeah. He's kinda he's on TV a lot now. Um What? Right now? Not right now, but I mean, is he in a cut as in much longer? Nah, bro, he ain't doing he's in the cuts, bro. He's just working <laughs> on the album. <laughs> but nonetheless, obviously Kanye is is married to Kim Kardashian. Um, and more and more today, we see um, reality shows involving musical acts. There's, of course, Love and Hip Hop, every area. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, Love and Hip Hop New York, and Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, um, which kind of used to be sort of, it used to be seen as if you were on there, you were like end of your career, you were a joke, right? Now, tier two, yeah. Now, tier two. Now you see people running to the platform because people watch it so much it's a great way to get your stuff out there there are a lot more established artists who are using love and hip-hop like this new season i know has trina it has you know kind of pretty ricky who obviously has put out hits in the past you know they're kind of trying to come back or whatever yeah young jock but like who was a real artist yeah the bangers back in the day scrappy yeah i mean and you know i like joe budden was on the early ones but now you got like cardi b breaking out yeah she made it from love and hip-hop so you're getting new artists like this is real i want to use this um so that's kind of you know one thing and then obviously a lot of artists have reality shows right tyga had a reality show mac miller had a reality show you have people who are just involved in reality tv a lot more again tyga because he was dating kylie you know kanye pops up every once in a while in a kardashian episode um so how do we think that reality tv is kind of playing into music these days in the sense that do we think as an artist it's a good look for somebody to jump on this reality TV wagon? Do we think that makes people look down on them at all or it doesn't help the brand? 
I mean, build your brand for sure. I mean, like, it depends what type it of artist. It obviously depends on what kind of reality show, too. Yeah, but, like, you got artists like Bryson Tiller would never want to be on a... He barely does it. Oh, he's so not about that. Like, yeah, like, he's not yeah, about that. But, like, for some artists, they just, like... It's more just, like, not just the music. I want to be... Yeah, like you said, a brand. And so, like, you can, right. you can for sure build your brand. You can get art... You got people who probably watch, like, a Tiger's reality TV show and don't know his music. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kids who are, you know, right. 13, 14 right now and just watch MTV And they're just like, Tiger, that's a dude from TV. Yeah. Or like, Mac Miller's a dude from TV. Never heard of Mac, Mac Miller Project. Right. Like that. But like right. that. So that's cool. Because, like, for example, like, Mac Miller, he, he's very entertaining. Hell yeah, he's hilarious. But you might not like, like his music. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. like, they're two, they're, they're not the same. You're right. He's funny, and then he might make a little sad Larry Fisherman type music, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Okay. Um, I think there can be some major pros and cons. I mean, I think what sometimes you see people who start getting involved with reality TV and that sort of thing, and people will think that it takes away from the music. I think that a lot of people think that when Tyga started dating Kylie, that he fell off musically. Mm-hmm. Right before Kylie was hits, Rack City, Making Nasty, you know, all these strip club anthem after anthem after anthem kind of started saying her. People stop even viewing him as an artist anymore. He's mm-hmm. just the like to the general public, right? He's so sort of just becomes the boyfriend rapper yeah. of Kylie and you know, whatever else. And you know, that's kind of in his career. I think most people would see that that's kind of the period that the music took a lull when he was doing right. that. He had his reality show, and now that's over. You start to get you know, you get bitch on the shit too. You get Bugatti Raw, these tapes that are coming out. He's kind of seems like he's sort of getting back in his bag a little bit. Um, so I never want to be one to like pigeonhole anybody into just doing one thing. Like you're an artist, like make music or whatever. But I don't know. I do think that like the reality TV game isn't always like just the best look for people's careers. I I could agree with that. It definitely, yeah. Like I think a lot of people look at Tyga as Kylie's ex because Kylie's way more famous. Right. And overall, that's how a lot of people, like a lot of girls, for example, would definitely look at Tyga as Kylie's ex. Yeah. That's not a good look as a rapper. Right. Because that's not independent. There's a fine balance, too, like what you said. If you're trying to juggle reality TV show, music, and you know whatever other entrepreneurial things you're doing, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you stick to what got you famous, which was his music. Right. Coconut, coconut juice. Yeah. The lime in the coconut. I didn't hate that song. I didn't hate man. it. I didn't, that shit kind of slapped. I'm yeah. just saying you didn't stay this lane. That's for sure. But you gotta, yeah. you gotta make sure you're keeping your day one fans because those are the fans that are really gonna ride with you and push yeah. you forward. You want to expand and obviously pick up new fans, but don't forget about you pretty quick. You gotta mm-hmm. stick with your bread and butter. So I'm fine with the reality TV show. For example, Mac Miller's where. It only helped him. He, he was doing fun stuff with his friends. That's his brand. You know, he's always yeah. been a fun guy. Yeah. Even though he did go to that deep, dark phase. Right. But he's always been... He was pr- promoting his vision and who he was as a person. Mm-hmm. Tyga, it seemed more like a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I mean... It's, it I got mean, him more famous, yeah. but at the same time, no one... T- I took the, away... I think it's just the music fell off. I don't take him as seriously anymore. It's like, it, yeah. it just, it made him seem a little bit, you know, surface level. Like he what can't is, make a What does he care song. about, though? His, like, he's probably getting paid more. I think he was doing what he was rapping about. I mean, he raps about having a pretty lavish lifestyle, right? And it was literally called, what, King In With Tyga? And they were always doing these, you know, wild missions, like, I gotta buy a giraffe and shit, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, it was like, and it's like, that is kind of like the life he was repping. But I think just the big thing was just like the music did kind of dip in that little era. Yeah. So, I think it's tough. And I think when you look at, you know, who are the top guys in the game consistently, right? None of those guys, they like, they all seem to kind of keep their distance. Yeah. You know, who do you got? You got Kendrick, right? He obviously is not about that life. Mm-hmm. You know, who else top the game right now? J. Cole, obviously not about that life. Mm-hmm. You know, Drake does a lot of things outside of rap. He's hosted the ESPYs, I believe. He hosted the NBA Awards. Um, he's obviously a very funny dude. He's not camera shy by any means. That's not why he doesn't have, like, a reality TV show or he something can, he like can, that. He can go Zero Dark Thirty, though. He can get off the map pretty yeah. quick. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. When yeah. it's, like, time to grind yeah. and get the music out. Yeah, I mean, him, you don't see him. I mean, Childish Gambino. Um, you know, whoever else you want to put in that top five. I mean, you know, Migos. I mean, all these dudes obviously do like their own kind of like web series. Wiz has his day-to-days and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But 
I don't know. I just I feel like for the top top guys, they've just never really been about that life. Yeah, it's, at least it's, in this era, in this reality TV. Do you think? Do you era. think if you could be considered one of the top rappers in the game and have a reality no. TV show? Prove it from if you're looking historically wise, you can't. Yeah, because we haven't I had mean, Kanye. Yet. I mean, he dips into. But he's, he doesn't have, but he's not on the show. So yeah. I don't think you can say yes right now because we haven't had one. Eventually, someone's going to do it, and they're going to be the double-edged sword where they're on TV pretty often, yeah. and they're making music pretty often, yeah. and they're like the guy. We're going to have one of those guys eventually. And we'll re- revisit the conversation. But yeah. as of now, I don't think you can say yes because it hasn't been achieved yet. Because he's Sean, not about that life. No. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not... It's not. It's tough. You can't be taken as seriously as like, okay, this is his craft. This is his, He's a rapper. This is really talented at that. If he's just doing this reality TV entertainment thing. Yeah, I think it get, makes you a little phonier, especially because a lot Someone should do a show that actually is, like, meaningful. Yeah. Like a real show, not a reality TV show. Because yeah. it's so basic. The funny thing is that, like, being in the studio can be kind of boring. Unless you, like, because a lot of the time it's just sitting there and, like... like yeah, take after take yeah. after take. <laughs> after. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So I think some of it, too, has to do with, in this day and age... That whole celebrity mystique is no longer in existence, Mm -hmm. right? Back in the day, pre-social media, pre-reality TV, it was like these celebrities really just lived these like hidden lavish lives that there was no window peeking into it. Now, I mean, if you're a celebrity, you're, you you know, it's, you're, it's kind of understood that you're going to blast your life out on the gram Mm -hmm. you know you might do this on snapchat like you're probably gonna have some sort of like reality tv thing at some point you know you're gonna make appearances to somebody else you're not it's not just like hidden mystique or whatever so i think right now for me personally at least is like you gotta still have that balance no matter what where your whole shit isn't out there Mm -hmm. if you're an artist if you're unless you're what you do is you're a kardashian and your your whole bread and butter is reality tv then obviously the more out there the better but if you're an artist who's trying to put out like art and do something dope with that if your just whole life is out there and there's no mystery to you whatsoever you're not cool it's not anymore. a good look yeah bro. you're not it's, cool it's not a good look if people can see it all they can see everything that's going on it's just not a good look if they know every thought coming in and out of your head it's it's not what's up yeah you know they become more real and part of being a celebrity is to almost seem above regular humans right yeah. like you're, you're a level above I don't know what it is I don't know what you do I don't know if you eat I don't know if you sleep you're just yeah. always doing something I don't know what it is but you're way cooler than me yeah that actually I mean that leads pretty perfectly into the other topic we had there which is in this day and age we're seeing popularity outweigh talent fairly consistently right where you see people literally go on Instagram and will just build a following that you could be doing whatever doing pranks doing just some goofy shit um, to get a following, and then once they hit that, you know, five hundred thousand followers, million followers, whatever, flip it. I'm a rapper now. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Catch me outside, girl. You know, boom. Whoever. Those are the extreme examples of yeah. people that obviously are not that musically inclined, and that's not what got them to their level of fame. But you just you're seeing that more and more now that the antics are outweighing the actual talent for fame not for like you're not no rapper or anyone in the rap community is saying that Boonk or Cash Me Outside Girl is a better rapper than next up person. oh not at all yeah. but nonetheless Cash Me Outside Girl is she might get more know, plays than you though she's she's getting a lot of plays <laughs> okay. and plays translate into dough and plays translate into dough so it translates into deals yeah. you know and she got her deal with Atlantic Atlantic and signing all these kind of people off that so do you think that's just the new way to do shit do you think that's gonna it's last it's a way you think that's gonna last it's a way I'm not, it's not the way I don't think any of these artists are gonna last no I think talent and quality will always uh, will always kind of outlast I think you'll you, the, the bullshit microwave shit that we're kind of seeing sometimes today yeah your your music will get played more um, and if you have talent like people will continue to build but like I think Catch Me Outside Girl, her following is always going to be this for me. Her music, at least. Yeah. So the problem yeah. I have with this is your platform that you're coming up on is very sensitive 
and the boundary for entry from other artists is easy. Just someone else who's a little bit weirder than you, gets a little more ratchet on the gram, does something a little more aggressive, can easily take your spot. Yeah. Your talent and your skill isn't separating you from other people, so you're really not safe. Because tomorrow, some dude with 10 more face tats than you could show up, <laughs> and he might get more publicity just because he's that much more reckless. Right. So you're really not safe... You know, you don't, you can't last more than two or three years or even two or three months. Right. Because these dudes are just getting cycled through. Yeah. So I don't think it will last. It's a phase we're going to be in for a while. But these these players that we're talking about today, when we talk in three months from now, are not going to be the players we're talking about who are these insta-famous artists. Right. Completely agree. Who got, um, who got famous <clears throat> that actually is talented? Like first. Right. You of. mean who got famous for something yeah, else and then someone, flipped it yeah. and actually has bars? Yeah. I mean, there are people that are like cool, yeah, like, okay. You know, Fat Boy is a pretty good rapper. Fat Boy SSE. He does a good job with the Wilder Stand. I've listened to some of his shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he slaps. Like, he's yeah. cool. Like, he's he's pretty good. I mean, he's like a, he's also not going to tell you, I don't think, that he's a rapper first, right? I mean, he is a comedian. He's yeah. an entertainer. Yeah. So, rapping is just a part of his. He's got a couple projects, though. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty he's pretty cool, though. Like, I respect what he's doing. You know, he's not just someone who's, like, absolute, you know, yeah. really has no business rapping. Um, he has a song called Drake, kind of hot. Does he? I got to peep, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of Fat Boy. Shout out. He's yeah. a funny dude. He has a song called Drake that's, he's like, a funny dude. So we're bad. not hating on all people that, like, you know, create these platforms no. and then decide to start rapping. But it is something we're seeing more and more now that yeah. popularity is proving to be more kind of important than talent in the initial get-on. Definitely a way I to agree. get in that you couldn't have gotten in before. Right. 100%. I also think now, too, um, do we, did I say this in that episode? Just talking, I forget if I said this on air or off air to you guys, but that just people nowadays kind of will use the, you know, before kind of to like get out of a bad situation, potentially, you know, you could kind of do, you know, you could do music, right? Or, you know, if you couldn't cut it in, in now you couldn't cut it in school, but like, you know, obviously the U.S public school education system isn't the best, right, in most bad neighborhoods. So if you're there and you're not going to, like, get out through the normal means of getting out, school, oh, right. college, education, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, you know, you usually had to, you know, become an athlete or, like, become an artist, right? And nowadays... We got smartphones. With social media, with smartphones, you can blow yourself up just doing some goofy stuff. Yeah. You know, just wiling out, you know, shoplifting and recording <laughs> it or, you know, doing whatever. World Star will pick you up. And, you know, you once you hit a few hundred thousand followers or whatever, you can start making bands. You can make start some money, doing yeah. ads. You know, you might even fuck around and get signed by somebody once you start, you know, yeah. doing some other stuff, be it really trying to act or really trying to make music or whatever. So that kind of popularity on the gram is another way to pretty much like quote unquote you know make it out of whatever situation yeah that you don't that you're in and that you don't want to be in so i think that's why you're getting more and more people just doing these like dumb antics because it's like i might not be that musically inclined so i can't just become a rapper off top no one's gonna fuck with me like that so let me go you know i don't yeah. even know go break this dude's car window yeah. and record it and get some views from some kids who have always liked wild stuff. And, yeah. you know, there you go. <laughs> don't break any windows, kids. But Yeah, I mean, don't do any of that. I mean, this also isn't new. It's not like we weren't watching Jackass. No, yeah, it is. It's just a new form of Jackass. It's just a new form of doing this kind and of stuff. And you can put it out so much faster. Put it out so much faster. You don't already have to, like, the Jackass guys, obviously, like, you got it. They had a full-on reality show. I mean, it's, we'll call it a reality show, Jackass. Sure, right, I don't yeah. know what you'd label that as. But... You know, it takes a lot of work to get to that point. You yeah. know, it took that whole, all those half those guys were like pro skaters and already on the yeah. scene and stuff. For this, kids, you got your phone, you could literally make your own essentially jackass brand. <laughs> Maybe do something you know? more positive and creative. Yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> it's another way to get get some guap early and get out of whatever like yeah. bad situation yeah. you're in. 100p. So it might not be the best for the artistic sense of the game, but I think that's yeah. kind of why you get that more and more these days. The popularity versus talent topic, I'm sure, will come back up again at some point. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, we like to close it with the same thing every time, and that is going to be a new song, artist, album that you guys want to shout out. Boom. Boom. Um, I guess I'll yeah. start. Okay. I got a song. Nice. Um, Spar. By Dreezy, featuring mm -hmm. Black and Kodak. Yeah, you like that one? Love that song. It's, okay. it's a little political. They talk about they want to go to D.C. and spar with Trump. 
Um, but it's a hot song and yeah, we talked about Dreezy, Black on here before. Yeah, six lakh, six lakh. Yeah, <laughs> and I really, really like Dreezy. She because I heard a lot of her music when she was coming up in the um, drill scene in Chicago when she was making real hood music, and she could, she's made her sound really good. And she has some crazy songs with like Jeremiah that you've heard, like Body, and mm-hmm. she makes good music. Her album was good. And I really like her, and so yeah, and then obviously Black and Kodak, I really fuck with. Yeah. That's my song. I like that song, too. Yeah. I like that song, too. And, again, it's great to see artists uh, speaking up, speaking their minds about topics like that. Mm-hmm. You know, getting getting political, not not being afraid. Use to, your platform. To use their platform, exactly. So, pumped to see that. Um, I got an artist. You got an artist. I got an artist. Uh, Smooky Margiela. You don't have to spell that, that for the people. I love that name. Smooky Margiela. <laughs> I will spell it for the people. Let me make sure I don't mess this up right now. Let me uh, bring him up What's on your Spotify. favorite Smooky song? Hold on. Let me... Uh, well, my favorite Smooky parts are what put me on to him. He's featured fairly heavily. I think he's got two or three spots on the ASAP Mob album. ASAP loves him. Which I said I, I really like that album. Yeah. So he's on the ASAP Mob album a few times. My favorite overall spot of his is on Black Card. He okay. holds down the hook. It's hard. I think he's 14. Record. Dude, it's only 14 too. Yeah. So I mean ASAP Rocky's fucking with him heavy. I don't know if he signed him or what the deal is but Smokey is spelled S-M-O-O-K-Y Margiela spelled M-A-R-G-I-E-L-A-A. Ends with two A's. Yeah. Um, I've ever talked about him. Liddy. It's Stay 100. I, I, Stay 100? Yeah, that's his main hit here. Yeah, it's a, it's a hot song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ran through. I mean, he only has a few singles out here. Yeah. I ran through them all. 14. Didn't really pay break. attention to the names of them. Yeah, crazy. But Stay 100 top. But my overall favorite thing of his is his feature on Black Card on that ASAP Mob album, Cozy Tapes Volume 2. So mm-hmm. check that out. And yeah, Bruz 14. He's got music videos out too. He's coming. 14. If he's but, rocking with yeah. the mob and Rocky's already tagged him with one, I mean, he's going to have some pretty and, cool shit here pretty soon. Like I said, he's literally got three singles out and then he's on the mob tape. Yeah. So, if you don't like his music now because he's too young, wait till like this dude is 17, 18. He's making like grown music. It's going to be. I mean, there's so much potential here. I so mean, much his potential. voice is nuts. He's yeah, a really he good, good rapper. He's a really good singer. Just very fire. You got good respect sound. what he's doing, bro. And uh, I think ASAP Rocky is a pretty good dude to. You know, be under, to be yeah. under his wing. Obviously, yeah. Playboy Cardi, that was Rocky's like first artist. Mm-hmm. He's, he's out of here. Yeah, and I mean, he's he's out of here. So that's you know great to see Rocky kind of taking on another kid who's got a lot of talent. I think they can do some. We dope, said this in episode. Shit we said this in episode one, but Rocky dropped an album. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Did you see his? Uh, yeah, it's coming. His GQ it's interview. Coming. No. He did a uh, he did a GQ interview, and he was just talking about like how when he makes an album. He, um, you know, he's not just rapping on a beat, right? He's really making music Mm -hmm. and he really prides himself in that. You know, he took the time off to like learn how to produce himself and all that. So it sounds like on the, like with every album, he's really trying to push the genre, push sound, push music, obviously pushes fashion and he's someone who's just very forward thinking about everything. So I'm excited to see what he, what he does with his next project. But I mean, I guarantee it's going to be flames. Yeah. And it's gonna be some shit that we like have not heard before. A whole new style. He's gonna be singing. He's gonna be doing the whole nine. It's gonna be dope. I want it. Yeah, he sounded good on all these features, bro. Yeah, yeah. He is. I agree. His, I didn't like that Maroon Five song overall very much that he was featured on, but I thought his verse was pretty fire. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, kills the hook on the G Easy and Cardi B song No yeah. Limit. Yeah, that was hot. Yeah, he's. You know, they just <laughs> dropped the mob <laughs> tape. He kills that. I'm excited. Yeah, Rocky. Um, Dustin, anything? Uh, this is like a month old, but Janae Aiko's album, did anyone listen to it? Yeah, true. No. I you haven't know, watched the movie she put out. Though. I watched the movie, but it, it is really good. If you look at yeah. the album cover, it's, it's pretty trippy, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's meant to do that. My favorite song on the album is Sativa featuring Sway Lee to go back to our Ooh, hook guy. There you go. Whoa. Really airy, a lot of reverb. You know, maybe you're on Sativa when you listen to it. I don't know. Try it out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think she'd probably. It's a lot. A lot of drug references in the album. Of course, has a big Sean feature. Uh, I my the first seven songs, first eight songs, I really like. Then to me, it kind of falls off. But yeah. one through eight, boom. Okay. I liked the project a lot too. I think she said she was kind of going through some things around this time. She, I think she put out like a little you know, message to the people or whatever. Uh-huh. And she was kind of maybe finding some, some drug demons, some little drug demons. Her last relationship. 
So she, what? I think she's repping from her last relationship. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you can hear that in the album. 100%. But it's a really, it's a really good body of work, for sure. I'm a big fan of Janae's. What do we think about people getting, getting their songwriter. significant other tatted on them? <laughs> hey, that's a, it's a great tattoo artwork. I agree with that. It looks dead on Big Sean. Yeah. Oh, she got his face? She got right Big Sean in a tux on her tricep. See, I don't like... I've never been a big fan of human portraits as tattoos in the first place. Really? But that's like, just a personal But, but like your significant yeah. other on you, like that's very risky. Especially, I just, <laughs> It's very risky. I think it's risky. I think even getting a famous person's judge. face is kind of weird, I'm too. Not I'm not well, judging. It's not just a famous person. It's probably it's like her husband-to-be, essentially. No, but like if she just got a I famous just think Big person Sean inspired you. has a track record of making oh these girls gosh, fall bro. and dip on for the next hottest oh one. Oh, my God. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, you're the one of us who can say all that, bro. Yeah, Me and I'm Dustin out here one. making music. Would yeah. love to work with Big Sean at any point in time. <laughs> or Janae. Um, but great album. It's a very quality tattoo. You should actually, listeners, you should Google Janae Aika Big Sean tattoo. Tell us what you think. Shit looks dead on like Big Sean. I, I, have, I haven't seen it. I yeah, yeah, bro, look it up. Look it, look it up right now, bro, so you can actually have a reaction to this. Because it is like, when it comes to portraits... It's pretty... It's one of the best I've seen, bro. I mean, it's really good. It's just like... Uh, oh, it's... Dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. It's just, are you getting your significant other tatted on you? Yeah. You see this thing? Look at this thing. It's a bold strategy, kind. We'll see how it works I out. I mean, it's really good. I mean, bro, that is <laughs> insanely good. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it looks dead on like it, bro. I think I would cry if I woke up with Big Sean out. on your forearm. I mean, I would too. I'm not Janae Aiko. We ain't Janae Aiko. All right, good. That's cool. our episode. It's a wrap. Episode three done. We love y'all. Uh, do, leave do, comments. Do, do. Please, please leave comments. Yeah, we got to start some here social media SoundCloud. for people. To... We'll put, yeah, we'll also put our uh, Instagrams in the bios. So he's, okay. I forgot to put it in episode one. We'll do that. Follow us. We'll, Talk yeah, to us. We'll Sign link, our DMs. Uh, We'll link the Welcome to the Hotel Insta in this bio. So go ahead and follow at Welcome to the Hotel on Instagram. My Insta is at Louie from Oakland. L-O-U-I-E from Oakland. Spell correctly. One word in the thingy. Um, I'm at Sweetwater. Two R's. There you go. <laughs> yeah. At Drizzle Row. Yeah, there. Drizzle Row. Drizzle Row. Row is R-H-O. I'll put all these in the bio. Yeah. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Please leave us feedback in the comments here. Hit us on the gram. Love y'all. Love y'all. Welcome to the hotel. Hey.